What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. happening out there uh, people welcome in uh, welcome in uh, to a friday edition of the uh, starting uh, lineup last one of the month mm-hmm. as well and it is april 28th uh, 2023 it's a uh, feel good uh, friday out there and welcome in we're here uh, for the next hour on espn radio travis sparks eric fry hanging out with you in a studio and uh, coming up for you we got a good show uh, lined up for you for this friday get you set for the weekend that's upcoming we'll hit up on the draft that happened last night and we'll hit up on uh, some uh, local sports that happened yesterday and get you set for tonight and we might take a peek at the weekend schedule as well We'll hit up on in Major League Baseball from yesterday and the last night. Hey, the Cardinals, they won one against San Francisco. They only won one of four. Uh, they're going to make the uh, trip to L.A. Don't know what direction that is from San Francisco, north, south, east, west, but they're going to L.A. tonight. I think it's north. I don't know. But I could be wrong. I don't know my California drive. I haven't been it. there. Yeah, neither think maybe I. we can swing for a work trip out there to, to learn? Hey, I'm down. Okay. I'm down. So uh, the uh, game's on Apple TV Plus, so you probably can't find it tonight, but you can find it right here on a 98.9 on the radio. You can tune in. That's where we know for sure the game is. 8.15 will be the pregame show start for the uh, Cards and uh, Dodgers tonight. And we'll take a look at the uh, weekend's uh, series uh, coming up. We'll also hit up on the NBA uh, playoffs. Only one game uh, from uh, last night. And uh, that one game saw a series come uh, to a uh, close. And so we'll hit up on that. We'll take a look at the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night as well. And, of course, it's a NASCAR uh, this weekend. So uh, we got to get NASCAR pick them as well. And I believe we have this day in uh, sports history mm-hmm. as well coming up in the uh, podcast as well. So uh, you can uh, download that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, or Spotify, the website, fmradio.com. Just click on that under our podcast tab and uh, go over and uh, get that done. And also rate and review the uh, podcast as well. Helps us out as well. And uh, another 
group of people that help out uh, the uh, program is McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank. We appreciate them for sponsoring the starting lineup as well. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today on this Friday edition to close out the week, to close out the month. So let's get it started, and let's get it started with what we always do, and it is none other than First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. That's right, as uh, the sound that you heard often uh, last night and uh, the NFL uh, draft that uh, took place, round number one at least, that uh, took place uh, last night. And it was in uh, Kansas City. It looked like a, a party for sure in a KC last night and it was the uh, Panthers uh, with the uh, number one overall selection and trade in there with uh, the uh, Bears and the Bears ended up sliding down a a pick to a 10 eventually Mm -hmm. picking an offensive tackle and we'll talk about that here in a second but uh, the number one overall selection for the uh, Panthers they had chose a Bryce Young the quarterback from Alabama of course and that seemed to be the consensus first number one pick and ended up going uh, that way with Bryce Young, Bryce Young going to Carolina. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, the smart money pick. Um, and, uh, we'll get, we'll get more into it. So go ahead and just, just keep going, Travis. Cause I got a lot to say. <laughs> and then, uh, number two. So that went the uh, Texans way mm-hmm. and without uh, the services of Bryce Young there, uh, they chose to go uh, another quarterback, and that's C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. And then the number three pick was the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, a trade happened, and the Texans ended up sliding at three. Which we thought, you know, maybe Arizona would get out of there. Yeah. Which, Not uh, you know, we, I don't think anyone picked Houston to get back into no. it. No, no. When I think Shefty broke it, and yeah. like I was like the Texans, what? Yeah, guess what? Great move by Houston. Yeah, they got their quarterback they needed, and they got probably the biggest defensive playmaker in this draft. They did, yeah. So they got both on offense and a defense covered. So uh, picking at number two and a three are the uh, Houston Texans. They don't look so uh, dumb for winning the last game of the season and losing out on the number one pick after all, Mm -hmm. after getting the top three. Uh, in the jar, uh, two of the three in the uh, draft on uh, their respected sides of the football. And then in a uh, number four uh, was the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, they stayed put, and uh, they finally decided to do something different. We've talked about it time after time here on the program of just plug-in-and-play veteran quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but instead they decided to go the draft quarterback route, and they ended up taking Anthony Richardson from Florida for their new signal caller. And I like the move in the sense that they're trying something different, and they're trying to find their franchise guy. And he was the best one there. Yeah, at right, that point. with Stroud and Young both yeah. off the board. I mean, I, I think he is unproven. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of growing to do. Yeah. But again, you're in a division that is not an elite division. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it just got better with Houston, not going to lie. But 
it's still a, a division that is not an elite division. Right, yeah, and it also fits the coaching style of yep. Shane Steichen. Uh, they're leading the way with the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, so uh, that's what they were talking about in the uh, coverage was that this fits well into the system of what the Colts want to do. So I do absolutely love the move there for uh, the Colts to try to find their guy and try to go younger there so great move by the indianapolis colts and then the uh seahawks i believe this was a a trade to get into the uh, top five but uh they were there already this was Mm -hmm. already a trade uh, from denver was that the russell Russell wilson Wilson deal so uh they're at a number five and then off the board from the university of illinois champaign urbana goes Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback. So, uh, Illini going top five. Highest rated defensive uh, pick in Illinois history. Sure about that? I'm pretty sure I saw that stat this morning. Kevin Hardy was drafted number two overall in 96. He was a linebacker. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking this up right now. Because <laughs> someone asked me uh, if that was the highest that any Illini has ever gone. And uh, the post uh, modern draft era. It would be uh, Mr. Hardy uh, there at linebacker, but uh, still, you have all these SEC, and then you have one from Ohio State, of course. That's no surprise, but then you have Illinois in the top five getting in there, so uh, what a story it was for Mr. Witherspoon. Of course, mentioned it yesterday. goes from a zero-star recruit to an All-American, and now to a top five selection in the NFL draft. I'm still looking. You go ahead. And it was a nice uh, uh, visual of he got a phone call from the uh, football crew there. They were watching in the uh, Smith Center there in the locker room watching his selection, and they went crazy when his name was announced for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Unfortunately for me, I was going to look into getting a Weatherspoon jersey depending on what team he got drafted by, but I don't want to own a Seahawks jersey. Highest drafted defensive back there you go history. there you go i, I will knew give... i read something about yes. him being the highest yeah i will give you that so uh there we go glad I wasn't we... losing my mind <laughs> yeah glad we uh cleared that up uh there and then the detroit was slid in there for the sixth spot but then they uh, traded out of that on the uh, jared goff deal so they uh, sent that to arizona and they drafted the offensive tackle from uh, ohio state and paris johnson jr uh, seventh was uh, Tyree Wilson, the defensive end out of Texas Tech. Number eight here in the top ten. I think Eric predicted this uh, yesterday that he would go in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the exact team he was going for. No. Falcons just drafted a running back last year, I believe, in the first round. Mm-hmm. And they pick him again, and it's B.J. Robinson uh, from Texas, the running back. So, yeah. I don't know what the Falcons are doing, but they went and grabbed another running back. They rushed for 2,718 yards last season, the second most in their franchise history, third in the league in rushing. So... <laughs> and then they draft another running back. What's going on? I don't know. So that was kind of a head-scratcher there. And then uh, Chicago was up from trading down from that number one pick to Car- from Carolina, and they decided to uh, trade out of that pick mm-hmm. to one pick, just swapping uh, one pick with the uh, Eagles, and they ended up drafting Jalen Carter, who was slid down to number nine for them to go after him. 
man, oh, man, that defense is already good enough in the interior, and yeah. it just got a little bit better with Jalen Carter. So uh, great pick for Philadelphia. Yeah, it is. And for the Bears, Travis, I don't mind them uh, trading back one spot. You got a fourth-rounder for next year, so I, I don't mind that. Um, and, and you got an offensive tackle, which, again, is a spot that I'm sure a lot of people – would say the Bears needed an improvement on. Right, and we thought they were going to go possibly the uh, offensive tackle from uh, Northwestern. Yeah. But instead, they go Darnell Wright, mm-hmm. the lineman from Tennessee, to help protect Justin Fields. Now, bef- be- before we, we move off, now that we kind of got to the, the the crux of the, the first 10 picks, Travis. Yep. All right, I'm going to talk about this draft as a whole, because as you mentioned it, Travis, did you know that this was the uh, first time in the common draft era mm-hmm. every first-round pick came from a major conference? Hmm. Every single one was from a Power 5 conference. Hmm. SEC had nine, Big 10 with nine, Big 12 with six, ACC with four, Pac-12 with three. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, I didn't realize that. You talked about the Texans getting two of the top three picks. This is not unprecedented. It's happened two other times before. The Commanders in 2000 drafted LeVar Arrington with number two, and then the offensive tackle Chris Samuels at three. And then in 1992, the Colts drafted Steve Entman uh, first overall, and then second overall, they drafted Quinton Coriat, the uh, linebacker. But um, I want to talk about these quarterbacks. That's what the, everyone was talking about, was the quarterbacks. Yeah. And as we mentioned, we didn't say one. No, we did not. There's one that... Yeah, it was Anthony Richardson getting drafted at four. It was three of the top mm-hmm. four, and then there was nobody else. Yeah. That's right. Will Levis completely dropped out of the first round. There was a less than 0.1% chance that he would be available heading into day two. Right. And there he is. Right. How odd. Yeah, and as you as we continued on in the draft later on in the night, you looked at some of the picks in the 20s, and you're like, well, this team doesn't need a quarterback. This team doesn't need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. This team might take a shot at him. Nope, they went somewhere else. And you're like, well, maybe the Saints? Yeah. Possibly. That's the only one really thought, down there. I thought Saints. I thought Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. They, I, instead, they instead went with defensive tackle, did – uh, the Bucks, and again, I was thinking Green Bay. I was still thinking Green Bay. Yeah, and nope, they went defense again. So no did, hope yeah. for Jordan Love. Thank you very much. Nothing has changed. And Lucas Van Ness at that. Yeah, defensive end out of Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other quarterbacks, Travis, uh, three quarterbacks in the first four picks. This is the uh, fourth time this has happened. Now I'm going to tell you the other three, Travis, and you'll notice a trend here. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2021, Trevor Lawrence went first. Zach Wilson went second. Trey Lance went third. Yeah. 1999, Tim Couch went first. Donovan McNabb went second. And uh, Akalai Smith went third. 1971, Jim Plunkett went first. Archie Manning went second. And Dan Pastrioni went third. What I'm noticing is out of the three drafted in the first four, one is good, the other two are not great. Mm-hmm. So who's it going to be this year? Yeah. If I had to, if I had to put money on it, I would go. I think it is going to be Anthony Richardson. I think so. He's the youngest. He's the most moldable, and he didn't have a lot of talent around him. 
C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State had two 1,000-yard receivers and had playmakers every year he played. Yeah. He's now going into an environment where he has not a lot of playmakers around him. Yeah, that's true. And Bryce Young, maybe call me old-fashioned, the height thing has me concerned. Yeah, the panel was talking about the the height not being mm-hmm. an issue. The the weight is what they're yeah. more concerned about. Yeah. So I mean, I, he's only listed at two hundred and four pounds, but that was a generous two hundred and four pounds. He right. wasn't weighed at the combine or his individual uh, drill because that was already inflated enough. So that was what they were mainly concerned about. Now people are drawing a lot of comparisons, as we said, with Will Levis to last year and Malik Willis who Mel Kuyper had 17th overall. He fell to the third round, 86th overall. Will Levis, Mel Kuyper had him fourth. Mm -hmm. And here he is, after one round, still sitting there. I think he's still actually sitting there in Kansas City at that table. Um, Maybe sitting there. (laughs) There has to be no worse feeling. The Union Station. (laughs) Than to be invited, to be there, and then you're the last one there. Yeah. Definitely. So, <laughs> must be a, a lonely feeling watching everyone else. But all is not selected. lost, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because last year, Travis, in the first round, players, uh, games played by the 2022 NFL draft class in the first round, 451. In the second round, 413 games played by second round players. But in the third round, Travis, 523 games played by the third round picks from last year. Hmm. The most out of any round in last year's draft. So wow. just because you do not get picked in the first round does not mean that you cannot make a difference. You think in the second round last year, you uh, Yaquan Brisker for Chicago, uh, George Pickens with um, Pittsburgh, uh, Ed yeah. Ingram at Minnesota, all these people, and Desmond Ryder, quarterback yeah. from Atlanta, all came in the second round. So there's a lot of good talent in the second round still out there. Yeah, definitely, and uh, including one player uh, that uh, was still out there is uh, Chase Brown. He's rated at the 10th best running back available still, and his uh, brother, Sidney Brown, is rated the uh, second safety uh, available, or the third safety uh, behind a player from Penn State and uh, Brian Branch from Alabama. And then also Jatavius Martin is listed at a safety as well. He's the fourth best. So uh, you would figure at least those two guys, Brown and Martin, would be uh, selected uh, in the second round. But 10th best running back is Chase Brown still available. Now, so. Travis, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you real quick before we get out of here mm-hmm. in this first segment. Yep. We look at round two. We both agree that Will Levis is probably the best player still sitting out there. He is, yep. Pittsburgh picks first. I don't think they're going to get a quarterback. No. Arizona's second. I don't think they're getting a quarterback. No. The Lions are third. I don't think they're going with a quarterback because they would have already. Sure. Indy at four. Both? No. No. No? No. No way. What about your Rams at five? I mean, if you're concerned about Stafford's health going forward, possibly Seahawks. They said they told Geno to possibly they might draft him. They might draft a quarterback. I, I would love for Indy to pick him up. <laughs> uh, no. No, why not? You already got your guy. Why not have two? Because then you'll have none 
We've had this discussion before. No, make them beat each other out. No. I think he, uh, you drafted Richardson in the first round in the top four. You got to say, hey, this is your team, man. If anything, use him for trade bait. I guess. I mean, who knows? Maybe some team will jump up in there that early uh, needs him. Possibly. They've already passed on him once. I know. And, of course, there was only uh, 31 uh, draft picks last night due to uh, the uh, Dolphins forfeiting their uh, first-round draft pick due to those tampering yes. uh, issues with uh, Sean Payton and Tom Brady. Green Bay 11th. Well. Green Bay 11th. Yeah, it would be sliding all the way down there. Tennessee, New Orleans, but like you said, they've already all passed. They've all passed in the first round. So, but they passed in the first round. But oh, hey, he's still here in the second round. Might as well take Might him. Might as well get him. So, they got to lose. Uh, I don't think there's any way that the Colts would uh, go would Levis there uh, at all. But I guess we'll just have to see. Also, uh, one of the uh, major players still available, Mike, uh, Michael Mayer from yep. Notre Dame and uh, Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback uh, from Penn State, of course, son of a Joey Porter, mm-hmm. Steeler legend there. Oh, who's and, picking first, Travis? Hinton Hooker as well is still available. Who's picking first? The Steelers. Son of a Steeler legend. Go out there. Go, Go get, and him. get him. First round. Go first pick him. of the second round. Make it happen. Improve that defense. That's and right. Here on the clock, it says that their needs are offensive tackle. They don't. That's the only one lit up. So I thought the uh, best fit though is Joy Porter Jr. So possibly uh, make that happen in the uh, for, or in the second round. So uh, and we will uh, see what happens in the second and the third round where our guy Chase Brown goes and where our guys Sidney Brown and Javius Martin go as well from the uh, fighting line. But Witherspoon uh, is already representing quite well there in Seattle. Not so sure I'm going to get your jersey. As a Rams fan, I can't bring myself to have a Seahawks jersey in uh, the closet or uh, up on display. So uh, we'll step away and we'll be back with uh, baseball and a softball from yesterday. And we'll take a peek at tonight's schedule and this weekend's schedule as well. All up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Show her how much she means to you this Mother's Day. Join the Mother's Day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over $350 in prizes to be given away just in time for Mother's Day. Stop by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, and Shallard Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, 
Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Effingham. Paid after not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lanny went to college and racked up huge... A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now. Welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. As I let Todd Stapleton go, I certainly appreciate, excuse me. The starting lineup. Stop the recording. On 98.9 The Game. Starting the lineup here on 98.9 at the game. Just talked about the NFL draft. Let's hit upon some local sports, some local baseball and softball from yesterday. As North Clay and Altamont were supposed to square off due to some of that rain that moved in. That game had been canceled. And it was a Brownstown at St. Elmo defeating a Vandalia 9-2-8 in walk-off fashion. As this one was a wild one as a Brownstown scored a, a one run in the first, three more in the uh, second inning to take the 4-0 lead. Vandalia gets three of them back in the uh, third. And then Brownstown responds with three more of their own. And then Vandalia would get two more in the fifth. Brownstown would add a run. But then Vandalia would tie it at eight 
in the top of the seventh, but then Brownstown gets the walk-off by uh, Maxi. There was a, a double scoring at Caleb Campbell all the way from first base for Brownstown to win. Atwood gets the win in relief. He goes a couple innings, only giving up a couple of hits and five strikeouts. Uh, Lewis gets the loss in relief, giving up a run in an inning and a two-thirds. RBIs for Vandalia are credited with Kelly, Well, and McNary as McNary drove in two as well as Well. He drives in two RBIs as well. Lots is credited with an RBI as well. For Brownstown, Wyatt Forbes drives in a three, so does Maxi, including the game winner there. And Atwood was the other credited RBI for Brownstown, and uh, they are now 10-7 and seven on the season. It's also CHBC getting the win over Dietrich by the final of 8-1. to one. CHBC gets a run in the first, two in the third. Dietrich gets their lone run in the bottom of the fourth, and then CHBC gets three in the fifth inning, and they would score two more in the seventh to go on to win. Uh, Radloff, he goes the distance. He goes all seven innings, giving up four hits, only one run, walking one and striking out two batters. As well, Lighty takes the loss on the mound for the Maroons. He goes four and two-thirds innings, giving up four hits, two earned runs, three walks, and four Ks. RBIs are credited with Jones. He drove in two for the Bobcats. Lorton, Davis, Doty, and Ruff get the other RBIs for the Bobcats. The lone RBI goes to a Virgin for Dietrich in the loss there. It was Newton get the win over Robinson by the final of a 6-2-1 as Newton picks up one in the uh, second inning as they tied it up as Robinson picked up one in the bottom of the first. Newton takes the lead in the third, scoring two. And then in the uh, sixth inning, Newton breaks it open and it's three in that inning to go on the win. 6-1. Anhorn gets the win on the mound. He goes the distance all seven innings, only allowing one run on four hits and strike out nine batters there. Flowers drives in two. Reynolds sent one over the fence and had two RBIs as well. Ferguson gets credited for the RBI. Another RBI for Newton and Robinson Parker. Drove one over the fence for Robinson's lonely run, and Nance gets the loss there for the Maroons. Lawrenceville defeats Olney 6-2. It was Mount Carmel over Casey 6-2. Paris over Villa Grove 9-7. Marshall over Oka Valley 6-2-5. It was Mattoon matching up with Tatopolis, and it was the Green Wave coming out on top 5-2-3 in nine innings here, so they played two extra innings. Uh, Mattoon got on the board in the first inning, one nothing lead, but then uh, Topolos gets two in the bottom of the first. Uh, Mattoon gets two more in the uh, third. Uh, T-Town ties it in the bottom of the sixth, and then that's where we'd have two runs in the top of the ninth for Mattoon to get the win and closing out in the ninth inning. Uh, there, uh, Hawkins gets the uh, win in relief. He goes three innings, giving up a couple hits and five Ks. And it's uh, Prummer taking the loss for its topless as he went uh, seven innings. Or no, that was uh, Lawson who started the game. Prummer got the loss, pitching two innings, giving up four hits, walking three, and striking out two. RBIs, uh, Canaram gets credit for three RBIs for Matt Toon. And uh, for its topless, uh, their three runs were credited to uh, Craig and Waldoff driving in runs for the shoes. 
It was a Mohamed Seymour picking up their 20th win of the uh, spring. They're now 20 and three, I think, 20 and four, uh, and they beat Hoopston 16 to two one. Impressive effort there mm-hmm. by the Bulldogs once again. St. Joe Ogden over Charleston 10-5. Taylorville over Pena 10-4. Lincoln Prairie solid Decatur LSA over Decatur MacArthur 17-10 by a touchdown there. Blue Ridge over Hertzburg, Hartsburg 16-1. Nicomas over Hillsborough 11-0. And Piasol over Metro East 8-3. And softball action from yesterday I saw Highland get the win over Tatopolis by the final of a 6-3 to three as Highland gets runs in the first four innings here. One in the first and second and two in the third and the fourth. Tatopolis runs come in the bottom of the third and bottom of the seventh there. Geckner gets the loss in the circle for Tatopolis and the three runs are all credited to Conkle there with a double and three RBIs. And it was Newton getting, or no, it was St. Anthony getting the win over Altamont. 10 to a nothing there. As St. Anthony still undefeated in a conference play there as they scored in every inning except for the fourth. As they picked up a run in the first, two in the second, four in the third, and two in the fifth, and one in the sixth. And uh, it was a fear day getting the win on the amount as her and Kibler, or Kibler uh, combined for uh, the sixth inning affair there as uh, Fearday didn't give up any hits and also didn't give up any walks either. And she struck out five batters as well. Limpke gets hit with the loss for Altamont. Altamont only could able to scratch across two hits and with Limpke and Tedrick there. The only thing going for the Indians yesterday against St. A. It was Newton getting the win over Robinson, a 7-2-2, as Newton picked up two runs in the first, two in the second inning, and then they scored in the fifth, sixth, and a seventh to close out this. Robinson's two runs came there in the fifth inning off the two hits. Coker gets the win in the circle. She goes the distance. She goes all seven innings, giving up a couple of hits and a couple of runs, and striking out two as well. RBIs, Odell drove in two RBIs with a triple, and Stanley has an RBI. Mulvey and Grove are credited for the other RBIs. Manhart gets credited for the two RBIs for Robinson there. So Newton picking up a, another win in conference. It was all getting the win over Lawrenceville, 9-7. Mount Carmel over Casey, a 2-0. Marshall over Georgetown Ridge Farm, 12-0. It's Mar- uh, Paris over Westville, 3 the two. It was Mount Zion over Decatur Eisenhower, 19-0. St. Joe Ogden over Muhammad, 13-6. In the Central Illinois, Leroy over St. T, 14-3. Lincoln Prairie saw Mattoon defeat Cumberland by the final of 7-2-5. It was Arcola over Sullivan, 3-2. Charleston over Oka Valley, 14-1. Tri-Valley over Argenta, 9-1. Champaign Centennial over Tri-County, 18-8. And it was Staunton over North Mac, 13-1. And Gillespie over Jerseyville, 3-2-2. And I just found this score this morning that Windsor's two straws. They beat uh, CHBC 16-6 yesterday as well. So Hatchet's really putting the runs up on the board. Yesterday in in tennis, it was the uh, rivalry between St. Anthony and Effingham. And St. Anthony comes out on top as they win 6-3. 
and tennis action. Games going on today, we got Altamont at Robinson, St. A at Sacred Heart Griffin, Odin hosting North Clay, Tatopolis at Marshall, Lawrenceville at Martinsville, Mount Vernon, Indiana at Mount Carmel, Casey hosting Brownstown, St. Elmo, in the Apollo, it's Rochester at Muhammad, Mattoon at Mount Vernon, Lincoln at Metamora, Lincoln Prairie, it's Cumberland at Oka Valley, Arcola hosting Villa Grove, LSA at Sarah Gordo, and Arthur at Argenta, Macon Meridian at Tuscola, Shelbyville at a- or hosting A&M, Sullivan at St. T, Clinton at Warrensburg, Latham, at Litchfield at Hillsboro, Piasol at Carlinville, Gillespie at Pena, and softball, yeah, the uh, rivalry with uh, St. Anthony Ann at the Topless. And that will be at Evergreen Hollow Park there tonight for that rivalry game. I believe the JV is going to start first and then Varsity to follow. Dietrich at Sisney and South Central hosting Salem. Uh, FEM is at Charleston. Lincoln at Mount Zion. I believe that those two games are double headers at uh, that. And I think that we got an email about the uh, a, uh, start time and being uh, moved up. But that was on Saturday for yes. uh, the game due to weather. So um, that's uh, baseball at that, too. So uh, I thought it was – I saw Charleston, and I saw Charleston in an email, but it's tomorrow's games. And it's uh, Sarah Gordo at Cumberland and Blue Ridge at Arcola. Arthur hosting Argenta, Villa Grove at Oak Valley, A&M at Shelbyville, St. T. Austin Sullivan, Clint at Warrensburg, Vandalia at Greenville, Litchfield at Hillsborough, Stonding against North Mac, Piasol at Carlinville, St. Anthony is in Belleville. They're at the Belleville East Tournament, only hosting Newton and a track and field. We got a ton of area teams there. Big track meet there at Newton and also several teams competing there at Cumberland as well today in a busy day for track and field at uh, Cumberland mm-hmm. and at Newton there for uh, tonight. And a uh, quick peek at the uh, schedule for uh, tomorrow. You got Topolis. Uh, they're going to be squaring off against uh, Pleasant Plains. Once there's two straws, they're at Tri-County in baseball action. And Newton's at Champaign uh, Central. Uh, Charleston and FEM there. That time's moved up, like I mentioned, uh, like 9 a.m., uh, due to some weather potentially moving in. So got to get those conference games in. Mount Zion is at Lincoln, Taylorville, and Mattoon. Uh, you also got Oka Valley and Sullivan in the uh, softball. Yeah, in the little line-eye. Flora at Casey, Lawrenceville at the Robinson Invitational. And Mount Carmel is against South Knox there. Oka Valley is at Sullivan, Blue Ridge at Arthur. And we'll have the uh, complete uh, schedule uh, posted a little bit later on. So uh, check it out and also check out the scores as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're not doing anything tonight, that's Anthony T-Down game. Yeah. Be a, a good one uh, there. So go in and check it out. And we'll uh, step away and we'll talk more baseball. We'll, we'll get in the major leagues coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. 
Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Spring in to save with our latest price drops at Rule King. Take $3 off five quarts of Providence motor oil, various weights, now just $14.99. Plus, get a new Husqvarna zero-turn mower for your lawn and get a $250 gift card for you. And save $10 on 5-in-1 weed and feed fertilizer, now just $49.99 a bag. Save on these items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je tame, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Travis. Third round, three times. Semis. Once. Once. This year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> Thought this was a freaking trick question. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. St. Louis City SC are back in action against the Portland Timbers at City Park tomorrow night. City is coming off a 5-1 win over Union Omaha in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup on Tuesday. St. Louis is in first place in the Western Conference with six wins, one draw, and two losses for 19 points. Notre Dame Fighting Irish are losing one of their top running backs. Leon Diggs announced yesterday that he is entering the transfer portal. Diggs rushed for 822 yards and four touchdowns on 165 carries last season. He added 10 catches for 211 yards and two receiving touchdowns. 
The Ravens are signing Lamar Jackson to the largest deal in franchise history. According to ESPN, the Ravens and Jackson reached an agreement on a five-year, $260 million extension. Contract includes $185 million in guaranteed money and makes Jackson the highest-paid player in the league at $52 million per year. The Ravens had placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Jackson, which allowed him to negotiate with other teams. 26-year-old has combined for over 1,600 yards through the air and on the ground. It's worth 125 touchdowns during his five seasons in Baltimore. The Jets are restructuring the contract of their newest addition before being traded. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers converted a $53.3 million option bonus payable in 2023 into a 2024 base salary. As a result, Rodgers will be making just $1.165 million this season, which also represents his cap charge as well. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry there with the uh, sports and our hits there. All right, let's hit up on uh, some Major League Baseball from yesterday. And as you heard here on this station in the afternoon, it was the uh, Cardinals getting the win over the Giants in a shutout. That's right, we salvaged one out of four, and the Cards beat the G-Men 6 to nothing. there, Burleson and Paul DeYoung. Who? Paul DeYoung goes deep yesterday. He's been smacking the ball pretty good ever since he's gotten back here in the <laughs> last several games. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll give him uh, his props there. And uh, the Cardinals win 6 nothing. It's day games, Travis. You just need to play more day games, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Unfortunately, this weekend, uh, well, the game on Sunday is a day game. So, so you'll get one out of three. Yes. So, yeah. so expect a loss tonight in the season. Series well, opener. yeah, series yeah. opener. I mean, we're 0-8 in yeah. season opener. So, yeah, I'm already expecting a loss tonight. So, <laughs> Uh, but hey, uh, we got the win, and uh, Michaelis gets the win as well. Uh, the uh, Marlins they got the win over the uh, Braves. They uh, salvaged the uh, uh, from getting swept as they won a five to four. They rally in the ninth inning to pull it off. There, uh, the Pirates they beat the Dodgers is six to two, and Mitch Keller strikes out ten batters, tying a career high for him in the win, and also eighteen and eight on the season now. Are the Pirates so so good, amazing start. Uh, Phillies uh, they shut out the Mariners. It was a one and two and nothing in a pitcher's duel there. So runs hard to come by mm-hmm. in Philly. It was the uh, Cubs getting the win over the uh, Padres, and uh, I believe that's a, a series win. Yes, it for is. The Cubs. Yes, it is. As uh, Horner or Hosmer goes deep. Yep, Hosmer, Velasquez, Velasquez and Swanson, Dansby Swanson, first home run as all a Cub. home runs. Oh, that was Dansby's first home yep. run? Yep, mm. first as a Cub. Gotcha. So, Which uh, he is got that one out of the a, a hot weather home run hitter. Right. I heard Joe Girardi last weekend talking about it on the broadcast. Yeah, you can so see that. He, 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 I think over the past two years, he has combined for four home runs in the months of March and August, or April. So, mm. And last year, I think he hit 22. So that tells you. Yeah, slow once starter. Once the weather starts warming up, Dansby Swanson starts hitting the bat. The bat heats up. Uh, the Angels uh, they win eight to seven over the A's. Uh, they overcome the tough outing there for Otani, but he ends up still getting uh, the uh, win on the mound despite giving up five runs. His ERA is still one point eight five even with the it's five true. runs given up. <laughs> that is and true. I think he was a hit away from the cycle too. Yeah, I did see that, and then it was caught at the wall there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baltimore, they beat the Tigers 7-2-4. Tampa was all over the White Sox 14-2-5. As they did the Chicago doubleheader there uh, yesterday as uh, the White Sox played during the day, 
and the Cubs play tonight, or it's vice versa. I vice know that I know the Cubs and uh, White Sox both played last night. So, uh, but Tampa all over the White Sox roughed up. But now Dylan some aggression, I think, was Tampa after their series with uh, Houston. <laughs> yeah, and it was the Mets getting the win over the uh, Nationals, high-scoring affair there, nine to eight. Uh, Twins over the Royals, seven to two, one, and the Yankees win over the uh, Rangers, four to two. Garrett Cole now five and zero on the season, one point one one ERA, and Aaron Judge also uh, left the game, and he has some right hip discomfort. Mm, probably so, from sliding in trying to steal third. Still, that was the uh, second inning. There is when he left. Shouldn't have tried to steal third. I guess not. Paying for it now. Mm-hmm. Exits the game. So uh, the uh, weekend action tonight with the Cardinals and the Dodgers. You got Jack Flaherty being opposed by Dustin May. Tonight, uh, Muriel Kelly's on for the uh, Diamondbacks against the Rockies. Uh, the uh, Phillies and Astros will meet up. Uh, World Series rematch. It's Aaron Nola going up against Farmer Valdez. Uh, tonight, that's an excellent pitching matchup there. Jacob DeGrom goes against the uh, Yankees uh, tonight. You also got Lucas Giolito against uh, Zach Eflin and uh, Shane Bieber on the mound for Cleveland. Max Fried going for Atlanta. Luis Castillo against Alex uh, Alec Mona for the Blue Jays. That's an excellent pitching matchup there. Rich Hill's on the mound. Oh, and uh, Chad Cool uh, there tonight. Uh, Marcus Stroman for the uh, Cubs as they're in Miami to take on the Marlins this weekend. All right. I'm glad you brought that up, Travis. I want to talk about this. Do you know what this weekend is for the Marlins at home? I thought they canceled that. They, last I saw, they had not. Yes, I know what it was. They announced that it was a Steve Bartman. Appreciation weekend. Appreciation weekend. How behind the times are you? <laughs> We've won a World Series since you have Marlins. I know. I don't think you have much to celebrate there. Yeah, let's let's move on from that. Yeah, <laughs> Just, get over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that curse has been broken. Yeah. So. Not only that, but that Marlins team you guys had should have won more because it had such a young core: Juan Pierre, uh, Miguel Cabrera, Dontrell Willis, like Josh Beckett, Josh Beckett, Pudge Rodriguez, like Derek Lee. Mm-hmm. That was a good team. Yep. Should have won more. Only got that one. Only got that one because the Yankees stubbed their foot. Yeah, I guess that's true. On a Saturday, you got a Jordan Montgomery against uh, Clayton Kershaw, and that will be a 7-15, a pregame show start here on 98.9. Spencer Strider going up for the uh, Braves. Patrick Corbin on the mound, so the Pirates are going to hit a lot of home runs mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Uh, Hunter Green going up for the Reds. Uh, Zach Plesak. And going for Cleveland, uh, Zach Wheeler against Christian Javier for the Phillies and Astros. Joe Musgrove going for the Padres against the Giants. Uh, let's see here. I think that's it for Saturday. Sunday, uh, Justin Steele on the mound for Chicago, and that's going to be at 11.05 a.m. on Peacock. Yay. Against the Marlins. So look forward to that. I look forward to that. And then uh, the uh, Cardinals match up with the Dodgers in the series finale. Jake Woodford against Noah Syndergaard, a pitching matchup there. Hugh Darvish going for the Padres on Sunday. Nestor Cortez going for the uh, Yankees. Um, Charlie Martin going for the uh, Braves. And the uh, Sunday night matchup is the World Series rematch of the Phillies and Astros. 
Not the best pitching matchup there. Bailey Falter against Jose Uridi mm. for the Strohs. Bet they would have rather had Nola versus Valdez. Yes. Or Javier versus Wheeler, but that is the hand that they're dealt. So uh, Cardinals will be in L.A. this weekend again tonight. 8.15 tomorrow, 7.15, and on Sunday, it's a 2.15 a pregame show start all here on 98.9. All right, so we're up against the clock, and let's close it out talking about the playoffs from the NBA for last night and this weekend. And we might squeeze in the NHL, but we might have to get to them in the podcast. But coming up, playoffs that close us out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. ABC News, I'm Jacqueline Lee. The Federal Reserve issued its report on last month's failure of Silicon Valley Bank. The Fed admitting it failed to anticipate... Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. And now... But then uh, tomorrow I'll open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got – we still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, God. I was, I was, I was just agreeing with you. Oh my God. It's okay. Not really. But. Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? start a lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a little bit longer. We'll continue things in the uh, podcast, but last night in the uh, NBA, in the uh, playoffs, we only had one game, and it closed out a, a series 
as apologies to uh, Janet Jackson and the concert goers there. But Boston closes it out, and uh, they win against the Hawks 128-120. to And uh, Jason Tatum goes for 30 points in the win, and they use a 16-6 run down the stretch to uh, clinch this one. And Boston moving on to the next round, and they got a date with the 76ers in the next round. So Boston finishes off in game six. No uh, Trey Young heroics. No, and I mean Boston's the better team. They should have yeah. won. But again, Milwaukee was better than Miami. Exactly. Miami won. So, uh, but yeah, now we get uh, Boston and the 76ers. Yeah, uh, be good. they've met 22 times, Travis, in the postseason. Mm. So they got some long history long together. History. Yep. So that should be a good series. So should the uh, uh, Knicks versus Heat as well. And the uh, game's going on tonight, doubleheader on ESPN. You got the Kings against the Warriors in game six. And Golden State could close it out. And the Grizzlies and Lakers in game six there in L.A. as the Lakers have the 3-2 to two series lead. On a Saturday, uh, we already have Game 1 of the Western Conference semifinals uh, scheduled as it's the Phoenix Suns against the Denver Nuggets at a 7.30 on a Saturday. And then if those uh, Lakers-Grizzlies-Warriors-Kings, if Game 7 is necessary, those will be on Sunday. Uh, but the uh, Eastern semifinals will begin with uh, the Heat and Knicks on Sunday as well. And that's going to be at high noon there on ABC and MSG. They're currently the Knicks favored by four points there. And uh, tonight, Golden State opens at seven and a half point favorites. And the Lakers are five point favorites tonight against Memphis. I look for Warriors and Lakers to both win. Yeah, I would would be shocked if the Kings win tonight Mm -hmm. in... I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if the Grizzlies would, but we'll we'll see if it all gets um, ended tonight and if Game 7s are necessary for Sunday. And uh, the uh, Suns and Nuggets series in uh, Denver, the Nuggets are favored by 2.5 points here. So uh, what a great matchups we have on the uh, uh, Eastern Conference side, and that one should be really good, entertaining with uh, Kevin Durant going and Devin Booker and company going up against Jokic and company mm-hmm. there. See if Jokic can carry the team on to the Western Conference Finals, and it's up for grabs with the four teams remaining on the other Western Conference side. So uh, we'll just wait to see Game Ones and potentially Game Sevens. Yep as well this weekend all right uh, so we will uh, get to talk about the stanley cup playoffs in uh, the uh, podcast so uh, stick around uh, for that we also got this date in uh, sports history and we got some nascar and we got uh nascar pick'em to get to as well so uh, stick around uh, for that catch us in the pod everyone have a a great weekend hopefully uh, Hopefully it's not a washout for some uh, games and the weather this weekend. I know it's going to be a little wet, but hopefully everyone has a, a good weekend. And we'll be back for you on a Monday and a catch us in the pod. If not, we will talk to you next month. Fitz and Harry coming up next. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. We got a Stanley Cup of playoffs to uh, cover. We got this date in uh, sports history. And we got NASCAR and a NASCAR pick'em to uh, cover this weekend. So, uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to clean up? Yeah, just two things. The Atlanta Braves are putting an end to their new home run celebration. The Braves have been wearing a quote-unquote big hat in the dugout following home runs, but must put an end to the celebration due to, quote, a complaint from the league's official on-field hat manufacturer, New Era, nixed the celebration because they do not produce the hat. The Braves will have to find a new way to celebrate going deep. They currently sit third in Major League Baseball with 40 homers this season. I did see that. Yes. Yeah, we, we can't. We got to put a stop to that. Cause we don't want fun. No fun. <laughs> well, it's not a sponsor. No fun. It's not. We it's don't not make an those hats. How about you start making hat. them? Yeah. That's, a, that, that's, that's an idea. A, that's an option. Yes. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. And five-year-old 12-team college football playoff have been played on Friday, December 20th. Three games on Saturday, December 21st. This is in 2024. College football playoff executive director Bill Hancock said that the committee is, quote, zeroing in on confirming midweek games for the 2024 quarterfinal round. Plans to have three games on New Year's Day 2025, followed by one game on January 2nd. The national championship will be played on January 20th, 2025 in Atlanta. Hmm. Travis, would you like midweek playoff games? Mm. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. Unless it is like New Year's Day. Like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day kind of thing. I'd be fine with that, but I I don't want midweek football. January, you said January 20th? That'd be the national championship. Yeah. Yeah, 2024. Or 2025, 2025, yeah. Still Monday. Oh yeah, that'll be on a Monday. That'll <laughs> never not be Monday. I mean, it, why why would it be on Saturday? You know, Saturdays for college football, but because the NFL playoffs are going on at that point in time. I guess it's true. So you don't want to compete with them. You want to work with them. I guess it's true. Sorry. Bummer. Bummer. Pretty soon, oh. Travis, we're gonna get to the point where we just have football every day of the week. Yeah. Like November, December, January, we're just going to have football every day. Yeah. Maybe. You practically already can. You just got to watch some Mac action. Some Mac action. That's some good if you want to put entertainment on on that. Or watch Northern Illinois. There you go. And I you. There you go. All right. That's Sports Center. Uh, let's see. Uh, does the XFL playoffs start this week? I have no this idea. Weekend? Um, it would be nice if they had like a XFL tab. Yeah. That I could. No, the uh, postseason. Well, actually, postseason is this weekend. Well, there you go. You got uh, the uh, XFL South Division Championship between Arlington and Houston, mm-hmm. six o'clock, and uh, the uh, Sea Dragons and Defenders for the North Division Championship on Sunday. How did the Renegades get there at four and six? That is so putrid. So, or uh, some tiebreakers or something that kept the Battle Hawks uh, out. Well, you have one division, that your North Division, Travis, 
which has nine and one DC, seven and three Seattle, seven and three Battlehawks, and two and eight Vegas. And then the South, which has Houston at seven and three, Arlington four and six, San Antonio three and seven, and Orlando one and nine. One division stunk. Yeah. And one division was really good. And the fact there's a four and six team in the playoffs and a seven and three team not is pitiful. Never mind your highest market that you have in St. Louis. You're not going to give them a playoff game. Dwayne, you need to fix this. <laughs> yeah, I think that there, there, was some there should be a rule that St. Louis, if they have a winning record, gets a playoff game that they Just get to host every year. Automatically. Automatically. <laughs> because that is what is keeping this league alive is St. Louis. Keeping it afloat, yeah. For sure. And the XFL championship game will culminate on a Saturday, May 13th. Don't care. So, the playoffs. That's right, playoffs. I hope Arlington wins the whole thing at four and six. What a Cinderella story. What a scam and a joke. <laughs> hey, just like the uh, NCAA tournament. <sighs> How we almost had FAU as champion. That's right. And San Diego State. So They at least got to the tournament. They had to earn their way to the tournament. Yeah. This team's four and six, Travis. Hey, take it up with... You're the fourth seed with the fifth best record in the league. Yeah, I I don't know. It seems like a flaw of the entire league. Yeah. Take it up with Dwayne. I don't think that there should have divisions. I think they should all just be a league and you just have the top four teams. Yeah, so that maybe is why people are clamoring for potential changes be coming to the uh, format if this continues to be a thing. I mean, to be fair, it's the furthest the XFL has gotten in like forever. The True. XFL has a playoffs. Like for the first time since 2001, there's an XFL playoff. Yeah, it's true. So you keep this going. Good job on that, Dwayne. Yeah. So the longest it's ever gone. Congratulations to the XFL. Hopefully you can culminate with a championship mm-hmm. this time around. All right, so I don't really see anything else on the uh, side here on ESPN to uh, get to, so uh, that means that we're to NASCAR and NASCAR this weekend. Yeah, NASCAR this weekend is uh, in Dover. Like I said, I don't really know what to expect. I'm not super pumped about this race, so let's just get into pick'em. All right, Bickham, as uh, we're at Dover. Yeah. Although, let the speculation begin because apparently Josh Berry, who is a big, Dale Earnhardt's a big supporter of his. He drives Dale Earnhardt's car. He's been filling in for all the Hendrick drivers. Supposedly, according to rumors, he has a ride for a Cup Series next year lined up. So fans are already saying, oh, Dale Jr.'s going Cup racing. So be on the lookout for that, maybe, being announced. But I doubt it. You doubt it. I doubt it. All right, Travis, you won last week. I did. So you get to pick first. I get to pick first. You get to pick first at Dover, mm-hmm. the Monster Mile. Monster Mile. The Miles the Monster. Mm. All right, usually I have a little bit more time to uh, think about this because I'm not used to winning, so I'm not used to being in the pole position. Uh, so... All right, let's see. I go with Jimmy Johnson. He dominates that place, but I don't think he's racing this weekend. So 
I don't see him my, here on the list. My next best bet is someone else who was really good there would have been Alex Bowman, but he is out injured. He's so out, yep. That's the Hampton I did know so. that. I did know that. Um, let's see. What races do we have coming up? I can save that for next week, but anytime that I listen to this list that I made up <laughs> at the beginning of the season hasn't really worked out anyways. You went with your gut last me. weekend and you won. So did. Did. Uh, man. Like I said, I don't know what to expect out of this race, so Yeah. Oh boy. Let's let's go. I don't believe that I've I don't have them crossed off my list, so okay. hopefully you correlates the same way. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. You have not picked MTJ. So that's where I'll go. And that is a great pick. He always runs good at Dover. That is a really, really good pick. Um, Toyotas have run good at Dover in the past, and Martin Truex Jr. is in a Toyota. So I like that pick for you, Travis. Um I'm going to go with another Toyota of someone who recently has ran pretty good there, Denny Hamlin. Oh, Denny. Denny Hamlin on his podcast says that his team needs a win. Bad. Mm-hmm. Desperate men do desperate things. That is the saying. So just don't go tell everyone about it after the fact, <laughs> Denny, because you'll get a penalty. Right. Which, by the way, wanted to bring this up. Corey LaJoy, okay? Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Everyone seems to like him. He went on his podcast mm-hmm. and said that he intentionally wrecked Kyle Busch to get a caution. Uh-huh. And did NASCAR do anything? No fine. <laughs> no penalty. Here's the difference. His podcast is owned by NASCAR. Oh. Denny Hamlin's is owned by Dale Jr. Mm. So, don't tell me that there's not favoritism <laughs> and that they turn a blind eye. Right. Because seems kind of obvious. He said the exact same thing basically. Then he was more, he was worse because then he never said he wanted a caution. Corey Joy came out and said, "Yeah, I needed a caution and I wanted one. I was planning on getting one by wrecking Kyle Busch." Hmm. <laughs> and no penalty, nothing. No penalty, nothing. Hmm. So, don't tell me there's not favoritism. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me they pick and choose. I mean, whoever's setting up the penalties this year has been awful. Like. Every week it feels like, you know, Hendrick Motorsports gets leveled with this big penalty. Oh, nope, never mind. They took it all back. Oh, nope. Now someone else didn't get theirs taken back when they should have. And it's just kind of been a crazy year. So, alrighty, Let's get back crazy. on the track. If this race happens, they've already moved the start time up to 1 o'clock. It was supposed to be, uh, I think, 3 o'clock. They've already moved up to 1 because of impending weather. There's a high oh. chance that it will not be in this weekend. It's supposed to rain a lot there in Delaware. So, Oh, man. We'll, we'll have to see about that. But um, we have our picks in. If it does happen, uh, Travis going with Martin Truex Jr. trying to go two in a row. I'm going with Denny Hamlin. Oh, man. It's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain. And because of the banking, it's a big bank track, they can't use the rain tires. So. Oh. Yep. Well. Well, there you go. Man. Can't even use the rain tires. So what's good? What's good is that? I know, right? So. Uh, oh, well. All right. 
right, you want to do this day and we'll get out of here? This day in sports history and uh, let's call it a pod. Okay. On this day back in 1961, Warren Spain pitches a no-hitter at the age of 40, beating the Giants 1-0. His first career no-no came five starts earlier at age 39. So having two no-hitters within, you know, Five starts. This day back in 1967, Muhammad Ali refuses induction into the Army and is stripped of his boxing title. Travis, I said yesterday that uh, this was uh, uh, there was something that happened today that tore, tore me up. This is what it is, Travis. On this day back in 2012, Derrick Rose tore his ACL, causing immense damage to this era of Chicago basketball. The Bulls had earned the number one seed after going 50-16 and 16 in a lockout-shortened season, but they became the fifth number one seed, now sixth, to lose to a number eight seed in the first round. Rose then missed the entire 2012-2013 season as he rehabbed his torn ACL and played only 10 games the following season after injuring his knee once again. Mm. Today, this yeah. day is the death of Chicago Bulls basketball, and it has not yeah. been the same since. It hasn't been the same, and Derrick Rose was never the same. Eleven years ago, he's still playing. To I be know, to yeah. credit to Derrick Rose. Yeah, he was sitting on the bench the other day. I'll I'll pull for the Knicks if he's still on there. <laughs> yeah, just for Derrick Rose. If he plays, if there's a guy who deserves a ring after everything he's gone through, it'd be Derrick Rose. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. Also on this date in 2012, that same year, Bryce Harper debuted in the majors and makes his presence felt immediately doubling off a Dodgers starter, Chad Billingsley, in the seventh inning for his first big league hit. That same day, Mike Trout is called up for a permanent stay in the big leagues. From that date forward, the pair have been two of baseball's most recognizable superstars, ranking near the top of several MLB leaderboards in, in that span. Travis, it's hard to think that on this day, back in 2012, Bryce Harper and Mike Trout both got called up mm-hmm. to the majors. Wow. Like, could we say that was the start of an era? Definitely, yeah. So, we could. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow, April 29th, 1986, Roger Clemens struck out 20 Mariners. He became the first pitcher in MLB baseball to strike out 20 batters in a nine-inning game. Clemens would also author the second such instance 10 years later in his final season with the Red Sox. Three other pitchers have struck out 20 batters, Travis. Do you know who they are? One's obvious. Did it on a rainy day at Wrigley Field. Carrie Wood. Carrie Wood. The other two, I did not. I, I think I remember Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson struck out 20 when he was a Diamondback in 01 against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But the one I did not remember is in 2016, Max Scherzer struck out 20 Tigers when he was on the Nationals. Mm. I don't remember him striking out 20. Yeah, now I can... Now I can kind of see see the highlights. So, yeah, that one, I forget about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I can kind of remember seeing something about that. Uh, on uh, the 29th of April, 2006, Albert Pujols hits his 14th home run in April, at the time breaking a record for the most home runs in April that was shared by King Griffey Jr. and Luis Gonzalez. Mm. In 2007, Steve Nash of the Phoenix Suns dished out 23 assists in a 113-100 win over the Lakers, his highest single-game total in a regular season or playoff game. And on the 29th of April 2015, the Baltimore Orioles took the field against the Chicago White Sox at Camden Yards in an empty stadium. Major League Baseball decided that the teams would play under these conditions after rioting in the city of Baltimore made it unsafe for fans to be out in the streets. I remember that. And then on April 30th, 
1971, the Milwaukee Bucks, led by a young Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson, beat the Baltimore Bullets 118-106, to played a four-game sweep of the NBA Finals, capturing the franchise's first NBA championship. April 30th, 1991, Michael Jordan drops the hammer on Patrick Ewing in Game 3 as the Bulls swept the Knicks out of the playoffs. Drops the hammer. Uh, drop the hammer down. <laughs> I love it. April 30th, 1992, Sean Kemp dunked over Alton Liston, squats down, points at him, and laughs. That famous <laughs> shot of Sean Kemp where he's pointing at the guy and laughing happened uh-huh. April 30th, 1992. Hmm. April 30th, 1998, the Heat and Knicks brawled at MSG in Game 4 of their first-round series. Hmm. And then April 30th, 2019, CC Sabathia joined the 3,000 Strikeout Club. Hmm. And that does it for this day in sports C. history. C.C. Sabathia. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think of him as a big strikeout guy. Yeah. No, he got 3,000. I didn't know That's... he got 3,000. Yeah. I don't remember that. Nope. Hmm. Must have been while he was on the Yankees, and the Yankees weren't great or something that year. I, I don't know. It just doesn't stick out in my mind. But Yeah, he's probably on the Yankees. Yankees are Brewers. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. I guess probably the Yankees. I guess the Yankees. I think that's where he ended his career. Yeah, I think so, unless he had a random stop. Oh, those random stops are awesome. (laughs) As you heard on our... uh, Yeah, on the uh, NFL NFL draft. draft. Yes, that that dropped yesterday. Yeah, and we uh, reminisced about some players and some that was random a lot of fun. stops yeah absolutely that. so uh you can always uh, check that out if you're uh, bored of this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, we certainly had uh, fun doing it and we appreciated Derek for hopping on yeah that's nope. where he Yankees, yep. yeah that's where he finished his career only had three teams he was only in Milwaukee for a year Cleveland and eight yeah eight, I mean I knew the one. I knew those three but I didn't know if there was like a random one in there random one at the end yeah mm-hmm. oh he was on the Royals for a year <laughs> yeah he right. went 0 and 3 with a 7.85 ERA and 18 walks and two strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the body of an athlete there, that big old yeah. gut right there, and the him and Bartolo Colombo, big old jersey, too. Man, is that what he looks like now? I have no idea. I haven't seen him in forever. If so, Man. then he's it's really slimmed down. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy what getting out of a professional sport will do for you. Dang, yeah. <laughs> he looks jacked there. Quit playing baseball and I'll get healthy. Wow. Dang. I guess that was, even that was during COVID, it looks yeah. like. But, man, really uh, slim down there. CC looking good. CC definitely looking good. How about that? How about so, that? Learn something new every yeah, day. Congratulations to CC. Yeah, working hard. <laughs> working hard In off retirement. the uh, off the field so all right uh we're gonna get out of here so thanks for listening thanks for uh, downloading again check out that nfl all-time team draft yes. up on the uh, podcast tell feed. me why i won yeah we, we need to find a way to decide who won that yeah I'm, I'm working on something yeah working on something yeah it just may take until the start of the nfl season for me to make it happen but of course we're working on something and i got hyped the last night seeing that the uh, schedule release will be something oh. they're hyping that up great i think is uh middle of may is when they release the schedule so awesome can't wait for that to get can't leaked wait for that Hey, you know, some of us have uh, close games that we could potentially uh, follow for our teams. So that's what I'm waiting for. 
Full seat. And uh, have I a great like weekend. You get giddy for the schedule release, like most people get giddy for the draft. I know. Hey, it's actually when real games happen <laughs> and talk about people blue in the face and they could be bus. Uh, well, enjoy the draft this weekend, and yep. we'll talk to you next month on Monday. Peace. Peace.